kind of like you remember that show who wants to be a millionaire yes how they would drag it out by having everyone talk through their decision making process yep that's what i want you so, got it Hello and welcome to Think Like the Test. I am Ben Caldwell. I'm a licensed MFT here in California, and I am uh, the guy whose name is on Ben Caldwell Labs. With me in this endeavor is Carrie Weida. Carrie. Hi, um, I am a recent graduate from the uh, MFT program at uh, California State University, Northridge, and I am very excited to see how I how good I would do if I tried to take the law and ethics exam. <laughs> so, yeah, we should let people know the intention here with this podcast is that on each episode, you're going to walk through one practice question from a mental health exam. We'll actually mix up the particular exams a little bit along the way, but you're going to talk about your process. And I specifically asked you not to prepare in advance of this. So you're coming in cold. The the questions that we're doing, you have not seen before. No, I I honestly didn't review a single thing. So this could be very embarrassing for me. Fantastic. <laughs> now, for people who know you from elsewhere, they might recognize that you are you're coming one step closer today to your life goal of hosting as many podcasts as possible with people named Ben. That that is my goal. Uh, I started with the Very Bad Therapy podcast, co-starring Ben Feynman. Wonderful um, man, Ben Feynman. <laughs> great guy, great guy. Also a great Ben. So our hope with this podcast is that by hearing Carrie's successful and maybe never, but maybe occasionally unsuccessful Definitely. efforts at coming up with the right answer, that you'll get some insight into test taking strategy that can help you on your exam. Sound good? Sounds great. So with that, let's dive in. Our first question comes from an outdated BBS exam handbook for the MFT law and ethics exams. A client initiates therapy for depression following a failed marriage. The therapist finds the client very attractive. Which of the following actions should the therapist take to manage the ethical obligation in this case? A, suppress personal feelings of attraction and continue providing therapy. B, inform the client of the therapist's feelings and discuss therapeutic boundaries. C, explain the ethical issue to the client and provide a referral to an alternate therapist. Or D, seek consultation to manage the attraction and monitor therapeutic boundaries. This is uh, this is confusing. Okay, so at first I was like, oh, obviously I, I know the answer to this, but the more I'm thinking about it, um, I think maybe I don't. Okay, so uh, my, my first sense was uh, you need to talk to somebody. Obviously, you see, talk to your supervisor, seek consultation. And when I was, saw that was one of the answers, that, that made me really excited. Um, I definitely don't, I think suppressing personal feelings of attraction and continuing to provide therapy um, may may be what one would actually end up doing, <laughs> but okay. I don't think that that is um, like a responsible answer. Um, I can see so informing the client of the therapist's feelings 
and discussing therapeutic boundaries. On the one hand, that one sort of uh, appeals to me, uh, not like it, it makes it, I think it might be the right answer um, because I'm thinking like, well, a narrative therapist uh, would it like always errs on the side of transparency and flattening the hierarchy and um, kind of letting the client know what's going on on this side of the relationship. So m maybe like the, the transparency is a, re is a reason why you wouldn't want to inform the client of those feelings. Um, I know, some other therapists think that like the thing that they should do as like their role as a therapist is to kind of use how the client is impacting them as part of the treatment. Um, so I'm thinking that that could be like a theoretical reason why you might do something like that. Okay. Um, but I think it brings up a lot of like weird boundary like or uh, it could influence in a weird way. I think that that might make the client really unsure of what my end game is as a therapist if I'm sharing that information. Explaining the ethical issue to the client and providing referral. What I like about that one is it gives the client some agency um, that incorporates the transparency because at least they know they know what's going on. Um, and you also give them an option to go somewhere else. Um, which is good, but I, I think at the end of the day, I think if you inform the client of your feelings, I, I think that that might be putting the responsibility for your feelings on the client. And I'm pretty sure that's just like always a bad idea. So you're going to rule that one out. You don't think it's a good idea for a therapist to tell a client, hey, by the way, you are super hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm thinking that's not a good like when you put it like that. I definitely think that's, <laughs> that's a bad idea. <laughs> when you put it like that, I'm like, yeah, no, that's definitely not it. So so definitely not a. Uh, Wait, why not a? Uh, because I, because I think that like the answer to anything in therapy can't possibly be suppress your own feelings. <laughs> okay, I could be fair I enough. could be wildly wrong, but I feel like uh, that I don't think that there's any approach to therapy that thinks that the answer is suppressing one's the therapist's reaction or feelings. You may need to work around those, but I think that is closer to seeking consultation to manage the attraction. As opposed to like straight up just like stuffing those down as far as they go. Okay, so I hear that. But let me ask you about kind of self of the therapist stuff. Might there be times when a therapist has something else going on in their life that is impacting them? And then they go into session and in order to do their best work in session, might they not need to suppress those other feelings so that they can focus on the clinical work in front of them? I mean, yes, I think so. Uh, but I I kind of, and maybe I'm looking at this totally wrong, but I kind of still default to uh, their suppression. But then, the, and this is why D is a more attractive answer to me, there's acknowledging it and managing it, like recognizing that you as a therapist ha must have the tools to and like deal with this kind of a situation. And if you don't, then 
you need some help from not your client. You need some help from a professional, I think, to okay. help you manage. I think that's the best word. I mean, and it's because I'm looking at it right now, but I think that suppressing the feelings, I, I think that almost any therapist feels like that's something they try to help their clients and not do. So I have mm -hmm. a hard time imagining that that is what we should do in a situation. Trying to deny that something is happening, you know it's going to like leak out in some other way. Right. Um, it it pro probably, even if you're not aware of it, it probably will. But well, yeah, and when you're talking about attraction to a client, it, it might leak out in sort of pulling punches. So not being as direct, not working as hard with them as you might with somebody right. who you don't have that level of attraction to. Mm -hmm. It might even sort of leak out in the form of being flirtatious, mm -hmm. where the therapist isn't necessarily conscious that they are being flirtatious, but they are. Mm -hmm. And the client might be confused or or weirded out by that. Yeah. And I, and I think it would also uh, have the potential to leak out in terms of how what you either consciously or subconsciously are are guiding them to, especially since it's a, after a failed marriage, like part of the work in therapy, I think is, you know, will obviously have something to do with, you know, getting into a new relationship or, or, or starting to look for a new relationship. So I think for me as a therapist, I think it could, again, like leak out in me maybe uh, guiding this client uh, you know, away from finding another relationship or, or something like that. Um, if I haven't like dealt with it in some way. Sure. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of really come down on, I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could select a, uh, suppressing okay. the personal feelings of attraction. I think when it comes, so B and C, B is informing the client of the therapist's feelings and discuss therapeutic boundaries. I mean, that's one way to do it. Uh, I think that the only real functional difference between that and C, C is explain the ethical issue to the client and provide a referral to an alternate therapist. Um, I think in both of those, you're, you're revealing your feelings to the client. And then the only difference is, is in one, you discuss boundaries and the other you offer, you know, out of the relationship. Um, but either way, I think you put the client in a very weird place um, because you, it, the responsibility is now on them. That right, you have right. these feelings, I, I think. And so that's why I think I'm coming back to D um, because I, I think, I mean, it was a running joke in grad school that like the, the answer is always see consultation. Um, <laughs> uh, talk to your supervisor and document, document, document. Um, so I think that that, I think that that feels like the safest answer. And I think depending on what the consultation, uh, what, what comes out of the consultation, I think you may or may not actually reveal your feelings to the client. Uh, but this answer doesn't like force you to go there immediately. Um, like there's a detour where you get some more information, get another perspective that's not your own. Uh, and then monitor therapeutic boundaries. That That always sounds like a really important thing to do. So... 
I kind of feel like D is the is the best answer. Fair enough. On a scale of one to ten, how confident are you? Uh, I'm like an eight. I feel I feel pretty solid about it. Yeah, at this point, especially now having talked them all out, why I I'm against the other ones, I feel like, yeah, an eight. Well, I've got some good news for you, Carrie. That notion of seek consultation and document, that is a pretty darn good default place. The correct answer here is indeed D, seek consultation to manage the attraction and monitor therapeutic boundaries. Your rationale here, I think, was was great, and I, I like how you talked through it. I would say that there is an important factor in the question, or I should say missing from the question, that can help a little bit with decision making here. Anytime you're talking about self of the therapist stuff, a meaningful question to ask yourself is, is this interfering with the therapy? And in this question, we know that the therapist finds the client very attractive we don't know that that's interfering with the therapy. We are expected, of course, to monitor ourselves for impairment, to keep an eye out for the things that could be sort of coming out sideways. And here, we don't know that that's happening. It doesn't make good sense to suppress personal feelings, to act like they're not there, because that's when you're at the greatest risk, that something is going to come out sideways, right? And then for B and C, spot on. You're not going to put the responsibility for resolving this onto the client. This is a self of the therapist issue. Putting that on the client to deal with is not appropriate. But since it doesn't seem to currently be interfering with the therapy, there's no reason to refer out, uh, consult, and as you were saying, document, great response here. So you are one for one so far. You're at 100%. Congratulations. Thank you. Is that an A plus? Because I do love an A plus. It is an A plus. And for all of our listeners, if you want to know more about how to think about these kinds of questions, we have a very detailed Think Like the Test video in all of our exam prep programs on Ben Caldwell Labs. Com. So if you are preparing for any of the California BBS exams, that is a great place to start to find all the exam prep tools and resources that you need. We'll see you next time.